You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. We'll say I got a I got a few weird looks because I kept forgetting. I could not stop laughing. That did not stop being funny no, I, for the I, entire day. I would forget about every 10 minutes or so. I'd just forget completely about it. And then I'd hear somebody laughing. I'd look around. Oh, what's everybody laughing at? Oh. Oh, they're laughing at me. That's what's going on oh, right there. Oh, man. I no, can't believe the worst I, was, I, I did the reveal too early, too. Like you should, I would have figured it out. I know. But the worst was walking by this woman with her little kid right when we were getting in, and I realized it was pointing right at her, and she read it. And just the look on her face as she looked at me and like kind of held her kid back away from me. Like, no, it's not real. It's not true. But... But it does say that. Okay, we is, need to explain this. Yes, we do. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to remind everybody that on September 17th will be the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup, which includes... All of the above. A live Fun Employment Radio show open to the public outdoors at the Landmark Saloon. Um, we would love to have everybody down there. We'll be giving you the exact time here in the next uh, day or two, but it should be about 11 a.m. Um, that's Sunday, September 17th. We are so excited about this. Oh, my gosh. It's less than two weeks away, and we would love to see all of your beautiful, shining faces coming and hanging out with us. It is going to be awesome. We'll have not only have a, a live show right there uh, broadcast publicly to everybody that's there. I mean, you have to be there to see it. And then on top of that, we've got the Brewers Cup, where I believe about 12 brewers are going to be competing in a Cornell tournament. They're also going to have tons of prizes for everyone. There's going to be an Olympic-style opening ceremony. There's going to be games and things happening all day long for and chances for you to win stuff. It's going to be an awesome day at the Landmark Saloon, and we would love to see everybody out there. So that is uh, September 17th, 4847 Southeast Division, the Landmark Saloon. Awesome. Come on down. Couple Come other things. On down. I need to address something. If you're listening to this show uh, live, or or maybe via podcast, oh no, this is you, this is Greg's crazy thing. I th- normally I've we've talked about this before. I'm real particular about the sound on the show, and I don't like background noise. But uh, we do have a fan going in the background. I'm going to do my best to cut it out of the show. But if you do hear a, a buzzing in the background, that's what that is, and it's actually for good reason this time. So. Um, Let's figure we would address this right off the bat. Uh, we right have the bat. to because we can't not. I mean, this has been behind the scenes. Everyone who lives in in and around Oregon, in the Northwest, this is the the top of mind thing that you're thinking about right now. Yeah, and it's uh, that there over this last weekend, over Labor Day weekend, oh. Sunday, there was a fire that was started, and oh, I'll explain a little more here, but um, just like just to kind of get it out for to get too angry. Yeah, yeah, but just to explain the the base level here of what's going on. Um, there was a fire that was started at a, at Eagle Creek, which is a hiking destination here just outside of Portland, just to the east of Portland. It's also by uh, Multnomah Falls, which is a very famous thing here in Port- Portland. Uh, we all love it. It's a very beautiful you know, waterfall. It is. You see, and you it's, see it's a, a tourist destination. Of, if you see a picture of a waterfall in... Um, you know, referenced in the state of Oregon, it's Multnomah Falls. Like, it has a yeah, beautiful bridge. It, it freezes during the winter. It's just, it's gorgeous. It's you know, usually really packed because, you know, so many people want to see it. It's yeah. Really yeah. And there was a fire that was started. Um, and all of Oregon, a, a large portion of the Northwest right now, uh, United States, of uh, the United States, is on fire. Um, it's a really, really bad fire season here. Despite how much water we got over the winter, blah, blah, blah. It's been 
it's been basically a heat wave all summer long. So there's a lot of fires happening, and we've been kind of used to smoke blowing into Portland. But right now, this fire is just to the east of Portland. It's just started Sunday night. It is uh, and blowing up, and I mean that in in an actual term. That blew up uh, essentially on let's see last night. Um, it started. Started smaller. They had to evacuate a bunch of people on uh, Sunday. There was 150 people that had to be either helicopter evacuated out or um, marched like 14 miles to this other lake. Yeah, after they were just stranded with no way to get out. Yeah, it's just a day hike area too. So you just go there for like an hour hike if you want to, or two hours or something. But you don't plan on staying overnight. No, we anyway. actually know a couple people that were stranded up yeah. there during that time as well. I bet everybody in Portland knows one of those people too mm-hmm. that was up there because it's such a popular spot. And anyway. The fire started because of, and I'll just say this, and we're not going to harp on this well, because it's not it's, because, because I can't get focused right. on that, or else I'm going to get upset. Right. The most famous person in Portland right now is um, whoever we don't know the name, but it was a teenager who decided to go up to this area that's an extreme fire danger, a beautiful hike. Went up there and decided to throw firecrackers into the forest uh, while his buddy filmed them, and that started the fire that is happening right now. You've probably seen the pictures if they're posted. I mean, it's it's horrific. Like what's going on? It's it's. It's just awful. I mean, it's, it's such a beautiful part of our state, and it's right on I-84, the main thoroughfare. I-84 is completely shut down. Uh, and, and so the entire city right now, I mean, I woke up, what, we got back last night. We're going to talk about what we did yesterday. Yeah. Uh, but it's raining ash in it Portland right now. It is raining ash. It is so, I've never seen anything like it, because I wasn't uh, here during the St. Helens eruption. Uh-huh. Like, I saw, the, I saw the aftermath, but I didn't see what was happening. But, I mean, I came out to my car this morning. And I have a white car, and it was gray. Yeah. It's covered in ash. It was completely covered in ash. And I live in southeast Portland. Like, I can't even imagine what it's like as you get closer yeah. to, to where the actual fire is happening. And we have friends that are being evacuated. Uh, they're at level three. Like, it's just, it's really scary. Yeah. And it's awful. And I'm just so angry at that kid. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's, it's not worth cannot, getting into. It's not worth getting into it because that, what's that? Go- it's just, it's just anger. Like there's nothing that's going to be accomplished from talking. about Yeah, it's that. not going to solve it. It's uh, not going to make the fire stop. This, the fire has started. The fire is happening. Yeah, it's growing it's constantly. Growing. It jumped the river. It's now in Washington State. It yeah, is huge. jumped the Columbia, Columbia Gorge. So oh. yeah, it's uh, it's but, big. But it's, Greg, a, it's a big old fire. Do you know how we talk about our show serves as a distraction from the shitty things in life? Yes. Sometimes our own show serves as, serves as a distraction for ourselves to not talk about the shitty things that are happening in life. That is true. So that's that's what we're going to do today. We're going to get back on track that. That's a long way of saying also, that's why the fans on the background, we can't open the windows because the air, I mean, it's it, it's just filled with smoke. The whole city, it's it's pro- It's not healthy even to really be outside it's doing much. Weird. I saw people um, riding their bikes with respirators. Like people have like mouth like respirator things yeah. on covering their faces. Like it's it's smoky outside. You can't see the West Hills. Which if you yeah. have ever been to Portland, that's weird. Yeah, there's a big health advisory. So anyway, so we we've got the windows closed here. It's hot in here, so we're running the fan just to circulate whatever air we have in here. So. That's what. Uh, that's why you may hear the fan in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, let's let's get to talking about what we what we did yesterday, right, so which was actually yes. even it does kind of revolve around the fire because there's a lot of people that weren't going to go do this just because of the smoke. Yeah, nobody people realized, actually backed out. Yeah. yeah, nobody realized how bad this fire was going to get, but it was definitely smoky yesterday, and um, I think it, it didn't really blow up until last night. So yesterday, this had been planned for a while. There was a group of us that wanted to go uh, float the river, which. 
for here, that's the Clackamas River. It's outside of town. There's a couple different areas you can do it. It's a it's a pretty nice sized river, and it's really easy to float it. <laughs> and so you get inner tubes. You go out there. You have somebody park at the bottom. Somebody you know at the at the end of the thing, so you can get your cars back. It's a lot of fun. And basically, what you, what you do in Portland is if you want to cool off, you go float the river, and you you drink some beer while you're on the river. Mm-hmm. And just be responsible about your stuff. But that's that's about it. Yeah. So we went out there to go do this. <clears throat> And uh, there's several things that happened. So many things. Well, it was weird, like, as we were going out, because we did head east. We're, like, heading, like, south, uh, yeah, southeast, basically, out of Portland. And as we were going out, you know, it does, the smoke did get a bit thicker. It was, it was strange to get closer to it. And you could smell the smoke in the air and just not be able to see anything, because usually you could see everything. Right. Because it's so, like, crystal clear. There was a lot. It wasn't as much as today, but there was definitely a lot Mm -hmm. of smoke out there. But, yeah, so we headed out there. It was still, like, nice outside. And so we headed up on our way, and we did the. And we ended up going to McIver. McIver. So McIver's a park, and you float from there to Barton. Um, is one of these floats, and it's on the Clackamas River. And it's there's a lot of people that do it, and it's it's beautiful, it's fun. And the thing is, though, there's lots of different kinds of people that are doing this. So basically, you kind of just stagger yourselves when you when you line up to go into the water. You just don't want to be bothering somebody else, or, so you just kind of <laughs> let some people go. But there was a lineup of people when we walked down there who were still getting ready, including some family and some children, families and children and things like that. And uh, I had just bought an inner tube on Sunday. Went to Next Adventure, by the way. Next Adventure on the corner of Stark and Grand. Uh, lovely, amazing place. And fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. I went down to Next Adventure. Oh. That's where I bought an inner tube. Awesome. Um, one of the only places in the city that still had them in stock because they were smart and ordered a bunch. Yeah. So I uh, went there. Because they have the finger on the pulse. That's why. They have the finger on the pulse. Yes, to quote the scholars. So... So I went down there, and I, I, you know, I got this inner tube. I'm like, okay, cool. This is something that's like an investment you can use for multiple seasons. You know, that's the way I look at it. I'm like, I'm, I'm only use it sparingly. Oh yeah, I so have it mine. should last for years. I've used it twice now. It's a, you know, I've had a good like, I guess like twelve hours of floating on it. Yeah, like fourteen probably, and it, it made it through. And I'm going to save it for next year. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's that's kind of how I looked at this thing. I'm like, great, I want to be able to use this for a long time. It's an investment, you know. It's not that expensive, but still something I can use for a while. And you blow it up, and uh, and we went out there with our friend Bozik. So Bozik was the one who drove us, took his Jeep, which his Jeep is amazing, which and that's fun. Uh, which Bozik is our friend. We've had him on the show before. We uh, worked in radio with him. He's a good friend of both Greg and myself. Uh, he is simultaneously. One of the nicest people that you'll ever meet. It, like, he is a wonderful friend. He's giving shirt off your back kind of guy. But he's also an asshole. Yeah. He is like the so, definite hybrid me, mixture of the two. It is. Both of, uh, best it of is, both he's worlds. He's like the nicest human, and then he could just be so wicked. God, it's like, oh. And, he, and it catches so, you off guard, too, because he, he'll have a real nice long streak, and then... Yeah. And then you forget that inside. So let me let me say what happened here. So we're we're getting ready. You know, we're blowing up our inner tubes. There's a big group of us that we're going blow them up, and a lot of us had the exact same inner tubes. So Dan uh, Bozik hands me a pen. He's like, "Hey, uh, you know, here's a pen in case you want to write your name on it." I'm like, "Oh, that's a good idea to make sure I end up with the right one. You know, just to be whatever. This one's mine." So I just wrote nibs on the side. I'm like, "Great, okay, there it is. It's written. We're fine." We end up, uh, everybody blows up their inner tubes, we're walking over, we're waiting in line to go in, and Sarah walks up and she's like, what does that say on your inner tube? Like, goal? Like, what does that say? And I thought she was just referring to the fact that I had written nibs on the side, just to indicate that it was mine. I'm like, oh no, it's my name on the side. And then I look down, and on this inner tube, there's a headrest, and it's an inflated headrest. It's white. 
So it's nice and bright. And there's plenty of space on the back where somebody could write something on there. And on the back of my inner tube, on the back of the headrest, so it was constantly behind me for the entire day, was written in pen, goat molester, with an arrow pointing up to my head. Oh, no, no, no. It was molests goats. Molests goats. Which is even worse. Molests goats. That's what it was. Which oh, is even sorry. worse. I tried to block like, it out of my mind. Yeah, because it is actually like the active form of molestation. Molests Molest goats. goats. With an arrow pointing <laughs> at Greg. Bastard head. wrote it on the back of my goddamn inner tube oh, I'm before so we went in there. Because I wasn't reading. I thought it said like molest, and I'm like, that's who what this? it was. Yeah, and I'm like, who is molest? Why does it say molest on it? I'm like, molest, molest, molest goats, molest, molest goats. That's on Greg's inner tube. Molests goats with an arrow pointing at my head, the back of my head. And we were already at the bottom of like the boat launch, getting ready oh to go. God, like, there's no it. correcting it. We don't have the pen anymore. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so we're walking down, and it's, it's, there, it's there on the back of my headrest. You know, I'm stuck with that. There's no fixing that. Um, and so I'm walking down, and I, we talked about it for a bit before we actually walked down there, and then I, then I did kind of, like, block it out of my mind. I'm like, God, I just have to deal with this. Just put it out of your mind. Put it out of your mind. And I walked down, and I realized as I was carrying it, I had it pointed towards everybody, all these people we didn't know. And I watched this woman look at it. And clearly read what it said. And, like, she didn't smile. She just did kind of one of the, oh. She was so grossed out by you. Oh. Like, not a, oh, that's funny. Look at that. He got pranked. Like, oh. Oh, no. And then, like, put her hand on her kid's shoulder. To get them away from the You're like, yeah, you're like, seven-year-old. Like, kind of just pulled him back away from me. So, (laughs) the rest of the day, as it were, I did have to float around with that. And I would just hear these random... Like bouts of laughter from people. It was either really people we funny. knew or people we didn't know. Or I'd hear Bozik's laugh from like thirty feet away, floating behind. Ah, ha, ha. I it will tell you, old. it took it us a while to float the river yesterday. It took us about like probably six and a half, like six and a half, seven hours. <laughs> that entire time, every time I saw it, it made me laugh out loud. Every, it did not get old, even when it was like getting cold and we'd been on the river for a long time. I would just look at it and it would just bring a smile to my face. <laughs> Molest goats. <laughs> So that's what it was written. Which, of course, I hope you, like everyone out there, is understanding the humor that we don't think it's funny to molest goats, but that people think that Greg is a goat molester. Let's just break the fourth wall. We don't actually condone molesting goats. Uh, It's it's molest goats. It's funny. God damn it. I just wish it wasn't on me. I didn't even think about writing something on his, and I had the opportunity. So anyway... That was part of my day, was everywhere I went. I no, was, Bozik was so bummed out that I, I pointed it out beforehand. He wanted you to I would have seen it. it once I got in the water. But, yeah, that did add... You did, you did spoil it a little bit, which I am happy that you did. Because it gave you self-awareness? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Jenkins uh, letting us know, oh, now you tell us you don't approve of goat molestation. I guess we hadn't made a public statement That's about true, it. That's true, because if we haven't come out to specifically say we're against goat molestation... That means we're probably for we're it. We're probably for it. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll just leave that as it is. I, mean, I guess so. You know, I think we made our statement. Take it out of whatever side you want to, want to take it on. Yeah, I feel pretty confident in that one. So, so anyway... That's what it said. But floating the river is a is a lot of fun. And like I said, we had a big group of us with us, and you know, you kind of like latch on to everybody else. You use a carabiner or something. So you, Which so is a clippy thing. Yes, yeah, so clippy. I don't know, but I the can't. clippy thing. A carabiner? Yeah, that's what it's called. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't know. It's that's one of those clippy. Like you clippy each other. <laughs> your ropes to each other. Basically, that's what a clippy thing is. Mm-hmm. It's a carabiner. So 
yeah, you clip those together, and then you just kind of float down the river. And it's fun because you meet other people on there. Everybody's doing the same kind of thing. It's relaxing. Actually, where we were, it was not the, as relaxing. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. As far as the float, yeah. So the yeah. river's low. Here's yeah, the other thing. I was not told that we were going to be whitewater rafting in inner tubes. The, the river, the river is, oh my God, I'm sorry. I just have to acknowledge Brahim and Anna that Brahim's comment was hilarious. Uh, so there, the river is low. And um, because of that, you know, you get some more rapids, you get more rocks sticking up. And normally this is a nice, easy float. You really don't have to do much work. You just kind of lay there and you just make your way down the river. It just carries you down. I am actually about three, four hours, something like that. Sore today. Yeah. Instead, since it was low, there was a lot of rocks. Uh, it got really shallow. Not shallow enough to where you had to stand up and, and you would go, but shallow enough to where the occasional rock would just out of nowhere um, ram you in the ass, basically. Yeah. yeah you'd Greg got, so from goat molester to rock molested, Greg got a little bit. Yeah, I was, uh, I ran over a few rocks uh, on accident. Uh, you don't see them coming. You know, you can try to, uh, and if you do see them coming, you can try to avoid them. Sometimes they're just unavoidable. And um, yeah, I got, uh, I got hit pretty hard with the rocks. Got hit pretty hard with the rocks a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, it was terrifying. I have to say, like, I didn't know that there would be that many rocks because this is only the second time I've been floating. I went last week, but we did a separate run, which is uh, so where we ended yesterday was the beginning of the um, of the yeah. float that I did last time. So that it's like Barton to Carver, which are two parks, and we did MacIver to Barton. And uh, I was told that this one was going to be more relaxing, <laughs> and it was just all of a sudden like you finally get like to take a breath and you're sitting there floating with your friends you're like okay it's nice and then you hear it in the distance <laughs> and you hear it, you're like oh fuck there's another whitewater rafting thing see i like i like the whitewater part i i you do did enjoy. until you hurt your butt right yes nobody likes that part no. that part's not fun for anybody but other than that you know i mean i grew up floating rivers and going down rapids and stuff like that this is this Not was just particularly shallow. That uh, <laughs> that um, yeah, it uh, it hurt a little bit. So I I was yeah possibly accosted by a couple of rocks um, in inappropriate places. You were so violated. Did, I was violated. Mm-hmm. I was violated by the rocks of the clock in this river. It did happen. But other than that, still was a lot of fun. There's also you know you get a little bit of wildlife there. Not much. This is a pretty populated area. You don't see... I just saw like ducks. Uh, well, the crawdads. Oh yeah, those. Sarah things are is so afraid creepy. of them. I don't like them. Which I told you before when you went not to stand still because what they'll do is they'll gather up on you. They do not, and, and I can they'll tell crawl you, up. they're kind of like you know lobster piranha things. No, they run away from you. They don't want to crawl toward you, but they are everywhere. And I had never actually seen one in the wild before, except for when like, I saw like one last <laughs> time we were at the river. This time saw like hundreds of them they were there were so many of them yeah there's a lot of them there were a lot of them and so like when we sat down this after we made it past like the first couple rounds of rapids somebody lost their floaty like it was that one was pretty intense that one when we first went down and yeah, then we all like maybe a little off surprise yeah a little it was surprise. a little bit of a, su- a surprise like yeah mini like rocky waterfall adventure where all of a sudden you run into like a tree stump that's sticking out which is basically like you know giant spikes yeah. And you were like floating toward sucks. it like pretty fast and you have to stick your feet out to try and stop yourself from running into it and it stabbing you and or popping your inner tube. Yeah, that's a that's a fear. It was um, really cuz you know, you're stuck in the middle of nowhere. You have cars that are parked, you know, 5 miles apart from each other. If you uh-huh. get stuck without and your inner tube pops like 
Yeah, you're kind of screwed. screwed. Yeah, you got to hike all the way out. Yeah. Um, so the first thing we and did there are to- also some eddies on there that are legitimately dangerous. Like there's some some legitimate danger if you're you're not careful. <laughs> Eddie sounds that sounds like a horrible time. And that's the thing. That's honestly, it's a ton of fun. Like there were some great great moments. We're just we're just highlighting some of the weird things. No, but I'm saying like you could have a, a wonderful time. I could be stressed out. Oh, it doesn't that's have, true. We don't have to yeah. have the same exact amount of fun. That's true. Yeah. It, it was kind of terrifying for me. Like it was fun, but it was it was more stressful than more I thought stressful it would than be. Fun. Yeah, yeah. I just don't feel like I was prepared to go whitewater rafting in an inner tube that I didn't know <laughs> if it was going to pop or not. Yeah, it was just. But uh, like pulling onto the side of the thing and uh, getting to talk with everybody. And, yeah, like, just kind of pull off friends. to a bank and and yeah, yeah. Sit yeah. there, get some snacks, and then that was where all of the crawdads, oh, the mud bugs were. And like you start because you walk up to the um, it's like where the beach is. It's sandy and it has rocks, and you like kind of jostle the sand so you can't really see in the water. But as the sand settles, you start to see these bright reddish orange little skittly things uh-huh. in the water cause, and they're you know stark contrast to like the gray and brown of the floor and you see them and you just realize that they're everywhere oh yeah there were some big ones too there Actually, were some big ones yeah there they, were some pretty good sized they looked like there was one that almost looked like a like a smaller lobster yeah not well, a baby I'm, lobster but like an actual lobster I don't know if it's Sarah's holding her two fingers out like it's there like was a that foot one that long. was like no it was, like it was six inches that, long it was not that big there was there's no way okay well maybe the one that got away um, <laughs> so there was it was think, about two feet I don't long think it was quite that big no so <laughs> after, so like I'm having the it was tra- eating a raccoon I don't understand so it. I'm having the traumatic trip from hell Greg's like you know goat molesters is floating around like you're like oh this is fun god I'm like oh my god I almost just popped my thing running into a giant tree made of spikes and now there are little monsters crawling all around me I'm like this is <laughs> awesome which I like the floating part the little monsters in the in the white water was a little sketchy not for you not for, not for me. But so Greg was deciding to show how brave he was by uh, showing me how friendly crawdads were. Well, I wasn't saying they were friendly. I was just saying I could catch them. I knew how to do that. And I would be able to catch them. And, you know, they are quick. They're already grabbed. And perhaps I may have hesitate. learned a lesson from nature right when I tried to do this. And I, I reached down there to grab one of them. Because if you grab them right behind the claws, it's not going to hurt them. And you can pick them up and, you know. Whatever you pick them up, uh, I don't know what the point is of it. It's just what I what mean. You they're do. just weird. It's just what you do, you just at. pick them up. So I reached in there to grab one. Only I, uh, I kind of messed up, and it kind of turned around and latched on real good onto my thumb with its uh, giant pincher. And let me tell you, those the pinchers. You know, it's not like it's going to take your finger off, but they are. They are strong. Did, did it hurt? Uh, it did hurt, and I still have a good mark on me. From that, and it did draw blood. So I learned my lesson not to do that with that one. Uh, I ended up grabbing one, though, to prove my well, manhood, Greg, obviously. Let me just tell you watching Greg try to cra- catch a crawfish. Is it crawfish or crawdad? What are they? The same thing. Okay. Depends whatever. on what region. In the south, they call them more crawfish. But they're the same creature, they just have different names. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Greg's mm-hmm. trying to grab a crawfish, and he keeps hesitating, and everyone's like, come on, Greg, get the crawfish, get the crawfish, <laughs> And he finally does, and it pinches him. It's hilarious. Our friend Lisa picks one up, you know, the first try, and it's huge, and it has, I guess the the females have, like, one big claw. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, like, one small one, which is super weird. So, like, yeah. they have a giant, like, I have a giant claw, and then, like, a little baby one. And I, that was funny when Lisa picked that one up, and her boyfriend, Jay, she was pretending to have it, like, pinch his butt. Yeah, and then it actually latched onto it. It did. It was <laughs> it like was, a full-on jackass Stevo stuff moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, yet Tony just posted something in the live chat. I was just looking this up too. The different names for them: there's crayfish, crawfish, crawdads, 
freshwater lobsters, mountain lobsters, mud bugs, mud or bugs. yabbies. Yabbies I've never heard of. I don't know who calls them yabbies. Yeah. That's an interesting term. But, uh, but yeah, that is... Those are the different ones, different mm-hmm. names for them. Yeah, they were creepy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they were everywhere. And, and delicious. Just, see, I didn't. I wasn't so scared that they were going to bite me. I was scared I was going to squish one when I was walking. Mm, yeah, I had a fear of like squishing it, and then like little pieces of it would be floating around. <laughs> I mean, it happens. You know. Yeah, I know. That's what. That's what I didn't want. It's to. pretty hard to squish it though. They're they're pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Like they know what's going on. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, that did uh, that did happen. So that was part of the whole trip. I had I had a great time. Stressful for some. It was like no, it was uh, it went between like relaxing and peaceful. It was the whole thing was fun. Just some mm-hmm. parts were super stressful, <laughs> including when I thought I was going to pop my raft, and then when I kept getting hit also multiple times by rocks. I yeah. had a huge bruise on my arm, and I also like sliced my finger open. Yeah, I but got- I took home many great memories. I had a great day. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, it was it was a lot of fun. So the float did take a little longer than anticipated. So we were there. Uh, yeah, about twice twice as <laughs> about long. About twice as long. So we didn't get off the river until at eight. Yeah, and yeah, we got it was in dark, at, basically. We got in at one thirty, and by then it got a little colder, and it was still a little smoky, and so uh, you know, and then you have to wait to get the car back and everything. So well, and we, the smoke was picking up at that point. Yeah, because yeah. it, it, I mean, it was still smoky when we started, but the smoke started becoming more and more as we were going because the fire was getting bigger, and we weren't in danger of of being. You know, the fire hitting us, but just all the smoke. Mm. That's kind of where we were. And I would not do it today at all by any means. It's There's way too much smoke now. But the river itself was like the air quality and stuff. It didn't feel terrible when we were It was better. Yeah. It was better than elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you're down by the river. Yeah. Down by the river. Down by the river. Yeah. That was fun. It was. It was a good time. Goat molester. God damn it. Goats. Ah, I hate you, Buzzard. All right, let's. Uh, why don't we do a little bit of World of Crazy? Okay, well, let's pull it up here. Just some a second. crazy, Greg. I sure do have some crazy. I'm so glad that you asked me. Oh, excellent. Also, have I told you that I feel like I'm melting? Are you complaining about the weather? Is that what no, you're no, about? not at all. Complaining <laughs> about the heat? Actually, people. A lot of people have it a lot worse. So no, I'm not complaining about the heat. Just don't judge my sweatiness. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Hey, and if you want to hear World of Crazy in person, live, seeing it come out of my human face, be sure to go to the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division, Sunday, September 17th. Absolutely. uh, Where I will be doing a live World of Crazy and would love to see your faces. All right. Woo. Got an update on uh, a story from a few months back. Do you remember that story where there was the woman... In Florida, who was uh, take, like exotic dancers have to pay like a seventy-five dollar fee in order to get a card to be an exotic dancer. Yeah, and she was pocketing all the money. Yeah, so she ended yeah. up stealing so like thirty thousand dollars. Dancer license, but she just kept the money. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, since a lot of dancers have cash on hand, they weren't paying with credit cards; they were paying with their cash. And she ended up pocketing like thirty thousand dollars with the cash and getting away with it for a while. Yeah. Well, um, now she's having to pay the price. Her name's Anita Pedemi. Pedemi, how? I remember I had a hard time with this last na- her last name. So how do you spell it? P e d e m e y. P e d e m e y. Pedimi. 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 See exactly, isn't it confusing? I'd say Pedimi. Pedimi. Okay, let's yeah. do Pedimi. Anita Pedimi is, ac- is accused of stealing the, se- the seventy-five dollar fees from stripper licenses repeatedly, time and time again, to the tune of twenty-eight thousand dollars. Now Pedimi is fifty-four years old. Told West Palm, uh, Palm Beach investigators that she needed money at home for the bills, also because she couldn't stop her husband from spending all of their money at. I bet you, 
If I Mad Libs this for you, I don't think that you would ever be able to guess where he was spending it. All right, actually, it's a store. Okay. Uh, guess a kind of store. Okay, uh, is it a retail store? It is not. <sighs> is it a restaurant? No. So it's it's somewhere where you buy things. Yes. It's somewhere where you, it's, it's a it's a retailer of sorts. It sells uh, customized goods for a particular thing. Okay. Is it? Um, let me think here. Is it a? A warehouse kind of store? It is kind of a warehouse kind of store. Is it a Costco? It's not a Costco. Is it a... It's more of like a concentrated... Home Depot? It. Oh my God, it is Home Depot. Is it a Home Depot? How did you know that? I don't know. I'm that just kind of so guessing. That is so weird. For some reason, that seems like something she that could, a lot of people would spend money on. She could not stop her husband from spending money at Home Depot. I can kind of understand that. I mean, I guess... Well, my dad used to drag my sister and I to Home Depot. Dude, there's a lot a of kid. cool stuff. Like, we if I had just, all the money... No, I would just sit in the... Um, my sister and I would sit and like pick out what... Like, if we could get one lamp... What would we get? Because we'd like be in the lighting section, then go to the paint section, look at the different colors of paints. I remember that like my childhood is completely attached to that smell of like cut wood. Oh yeah, and being in the warehouse. Oh yeah, dude. Let me, yeah, let me tell you, it's uh, there's there's if I had money, there's a lot of stuff I I would utilize. All right, one, which would be Home Depot. Okay, well she's yep. a pet. Me said that she couldn't stop her husband from spending money at Home Depot, which is why she started to steal all of the strippers' money. Oh well, then it's their, not her fault. Clearly, they money. should just forgive her and yeah. move on. So she said that she had been doing this uh, for about six months, which I remember that's a lot of, that's $75 a pop. I think we counted many, the strippers last time. Wasn't it like 6000 or something? I don't remember. Or like 3000 I can't remember either. So so they. Uh, she said that she estimated that she took about 15000 to $16,000. However, an audit stated that indeed she took almost $28,000 um, within the three years. So she's placed on administrative leave, resigned from her position. She faces grand theft charges, fraud, and misconduct. So she posted her $28,000 bond, but she still owes more money. There's a lot of mad strippers out there. There's so many mad strippers. Well, well wait, did they really. get the license? They got the license. Oh, so she's just stealing from the state or whoever regulates this. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Not condoning it. Not condemning it. All right, if you're a resident in Kansas City, Missouri... Better look out, or as, oh, as I might say, look up for an aggressive owl that's swooping at people while they're going for walks. An aggressive owl. An aggressive owl. Well, residents of a Brookside neighborhood, I know we have some listeners in Missouri, so I just want to give you a heads yes, up. Yes, we do. Uh, residents of the Brookside neighborhood in Kansas City that they said they had problems last year with aggressive owls swooping toward their heads while out walking or jogging, and it seems like the owls... Have again returned. The owls have returned. They have returned. Well, Janice Allen, who is a local busybody and walker about town, says, I used to walk my dog looking down at different things that had fallen, sticks and acorns, so I don't trip on them when I'm walking. But now I find myself looking up at the trees to see where the owls might be. We have a group email going on that alerts us when we have attacks in the area, and one of the neighbors recently was attacked when she was running with her dog. She's attacked by an owl. Janice Allen is very concerned about the neighborhood. There's an owl out there. Well, signs have been put up in the neighborhood warning residents to use caution from dusk to dawn. And officials have suggested that that joggers... I know, I was just going to say that. ...have suggested that joggers temporarily find new routes. Uh... Kate was Von Dyke, who's another local uh, busybody and probably Janice's best friend since grade school. She was attacked by an owl. Kate says they've suggested that joggers go elsewhere, change their routes until the owl changes his habits. But I can't do that. I live here. I live here. 
She lives there, by the way. Okay. Experts say the owl activity is unusual as the nocturnal birds don't usually start nesting until December. Uh, so the dive-bombing owls are maybe protecting uh, their baby owls that have yet to leave the nest or may simply have nested after an unsuccessful first attempt at mating. She's protecting the baby owls. She is protecting, but that doesn't mean I have to move. I live here. I live here. We get it. We get it, Kate. She was attacked by an owl. She was attacked by an owl. I like how we made her from New Jersey now. Yeah, I don't know where, where she's from exactly. It'd be really hard to tell by these accents. Yeah. Well, I mean, because they're so good. I mean, they're super stylized. I haven't had one of these in a while. A South Korean woman allegedly cut off her husband's penis before flushing it down the toilet because she said that he spent too much time playing golf. Wow, that's really... That's really aggressive. That is quite... I mean, I don't just think playing the golf, golf might be like the culprit. I know. I don't know for sure, Greg. I don't, let's, let's, let's dive into this. Because I have some friends whose partners spend a lot of time playing golf, and they get very frustrated, but I don't think it's like penis-cutting frustration. I mean, what's the frustration? They're getting... I mean, it's not really... Other than it costs a lot. That's an expensive yeah. hobby. That's for sure. So I could see money being an issue. I mean, money. But I mean, maybe they just want to get out of the house and, like, and get away from Like day drinking with the boys. Yeah. Can lead to, you know, shenanigans. Golf is fun. It's a fun time. I've always wanted to play it, but I'm always afraid that I'm going to hold it up and everyone's going to get mad at me. Like, I really do want to try it. Well, I'm not good by any means. Not not even remotely. Not even in any sense of the word good. I am, I'm a terrible golfer, but I still enjoy it. Hmm. I like how this is a story about a woman cutting off a man's penis, and we're talking about golf. Like oh, that's yeah, what we, that that's what we too, dealt, yeah. That's what we took from this. I'm, well, I guess because I'm so used to World of Crazy that... I haven't had a penis story in a while. I'm just saying, like, I found this one. Like, that part's so not the surprising... people sent this to me. The surprising part to me is just what it was for. So you're, like, surprised that she was so angry about the golf, not so much that she cut off his member. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is a 50-year-old woman. She attacked her husband with a kitchen knife as he slept before flushing his manhood down the toilet. God, that is, okay, never mind. Now it's hitting home, and I don't like these stories, and I don't yeah, want to hear it. I can always tell when you're not quite 100% listening to the headline. No, I am listening to the headline. <laughs> it's just I choose to block out the real details when you start bringing up a story like that because it's just so disturbing and upsetting to me. <sighs> so disturbing. So upsetting. It is. Well, stunned, Why would it not be? Stunned neighbors, after hearing the news, uh, said that the couple appeared to have a wonderful relationship, and they didn't know what could have possibly gone wrong. Yeah. But the wife only named, uh, let's see, so they're only releasing her name as Mrs. Kim, reportedly confessed to officers that her husband had been ignoring her. He's ignoring me. Uh, she said that he never gave her money to live on and spent a lot of his time out of the house playing golf. Well, a neighbor found the husband writhing Wait, in she pain. she didn't have money to live on? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it means by There's live some on. more deep. You're right. There's a lot more to this. Yeah. Thing. I mean, maybe he was taking all their money and playing golf with it. I mean, it's not saying that she's, like, destitute or anything. Right. I don't think, like, the way to get into somebody's good graces is to cut off their wang. Generally speaking, I would yeah. probably assume that's well, a neighbor. Well, she did get not. her payback. A neighbor found the husband writhing in pain on the floor after hearing him screaming in agony. God. In his this flat. story's awful. He's said to be stable in a hospital. Uh, police would like to probe more about the motive for the alleged attack before issuing an arrest warrant. So she hasn't actually been arrested. So maybe this guy, if she hasn't yet been arrested, maybe there is a lot more to this story. 
Well, local sources say cops suspect the husband could have been attacked for cheating on his wife. Still no not okay. I mean, there's no definition that's going to make it okay that I can see of for for doing that. There's, I'm just not seeing where that. All right, I do have one more story. Greg, this is she a was place. attacked by an owl. I live here. I live here. All right, finally I have a story out of Greg. Where is my favorite place? Port St. Lucie. Oh, yes. It's kind of Port St. Lucie. It's not like extreme Port St. Lucie. Now, you've never been to Port St. Lucie. I mean, no, I. but I wanted to give a big shout out to my uh, friend Dallas who sent me the shirt that served. It, it was actually too small for me, but now I'm starting to be able to kind of fit and I'm going to wear it. And it's just a pink shirt that says, I am Port St. Lucie. Wow, that's okay. Yeah, it's kind of aggressive, but yeah, I feel bit. confident in yeah. it. All right. Okay. Well, we have a new arrest out of Port... I'm sure there are lots of arrests, but this is one that made the papers. Got a new arrest out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, with a man who refers to himself as the Son of the Sun. The Son of the Sun. Now, is he saying the son of somebody else's son? No, the or son of the, the actual sun. I think it's like spelled, a star. It's spelled like the Son of the like Sun, soul. S-U-N. Okay. Yes, the Son of Soul, but it's the Son of Sun. And All soul right. meaning like the actual name for the sun, also the Spanish word for sun, but not like soul, like heaven and earth kind of thing. I want to throw things at you. Not like soul food or I think I'm going to write molest goats on the back of your chair. Mm, no. Well, this case began when police were called to a gas station in Port St. Lucie after there were reports of a disturbance. Well, the manager, after police uh, arrived, said that a man was causing a hullabaloo. A hullabaloo? It says hullabaloo. Oh, that's a good word. That it's is not such used a enough. good word. We need to start using that now. Causing a ruckus. A hullabaloo. No, people use ruckus still. Not really. Other than, like, bring the ruckus. What's the name of the Honda scooter? The ruckus? Oh, the manager said the man was causing a hullabaloo and took some food into the bathroom, and he had not paid for it. The manager further said that the man munched on, quote, part of a cinnamon roll and opened a bottle of soda and threw it up in the air and at other customers. Oh, boy. That's All right, I, I did not write this. But here's the next phrase. The accused cinnamon bun nibbler and soda tosser God. told police he lacked the funds to pay for the soda as well as the funds for the cinnamon bun. He said that he, quote, was the son of the sun and was not able to make complete sentences. I don't know if that was what, <laughs> that's he, what said, he said. Or if that's what he said? I, I am think, the son of the sun. I'm I, not I able. Somebody doesn't know how to use quotation marks in this report. Wait, think, I'm, uh, what does it actually say? Because they quoted, they said, uh, they said that he said he was... Quote, the son of the son and was not able to make complete sentences, end quote, the report states. Huh. So I think that maybe somebody put the quotations in the wrong spot. Okay. Because I'm assuming that was like a, they were noticing he couldn't make complete sentences. He's probably not. I'm the son of the son and I cannot make complete sentences. Okay. I'm glad we clarified so, that. Yeah. Um, so this gentleman also, I, I cut out his name, but we don't care. He's from Port Lucie. It's fine. I just have his last name. His last name. Oh, Michael, eighteen-year-old Michael Charles. There he is. Well, Michael Charles also 
drew attention to himself by wearing a blanket as if it was a cape around his shoulders. Oh. And police reported it appeared he was under the influence of some sort of intoxicating substance. Well, Charles was arrested by Port St. Lucie police on a shoplifting charge. I just put this one at the end because A, it's Port St. Lucie, and B, it's not about somebody cutting their penis off because I don't want to leave it with that. So there you are, my friends. The accused cinnamon bun nibbler. She was attacked by an owl. It's where I live. It's where I live. We need to do the reenactment of that, clearly. It's going to need to happen at some point. All right. um, (laughs) This is is a weird show. We need to... uh, It is. I feel weird. We're in a weird state of mind. Like, it is... We're kind of traumatized right now. It is a little bit discombobulated. It is discombobulated. It is. I mean, mean, it's nothing like what, you know, people in Houston were dealing with or anything like that. But, I mean, Um, as you look outside, the sky is a different color. It's... The air is weird. Everyone's on edge. It's just... It's a weird time... here. Yeah, our, our friend Lisa just posted uh, in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live subscriber, it's a great way to support our show, and we appreciate it. Um, that uh, I guess they just put a level one evacuation for 257th in Troutdale, which is about seven miles from her house. Um, so that means it's getting closer to the city. It is supposed to, re- the wind's supposed to, I think, die down tomorrow, but right now it's there's just no moisture or anything. So oh, my God. It's, uh, I mean, yeah, it looks like it's going to get worse before it gets better. So I did, just wanted to announce that for anybody who does need to know, because we do know people who are in the evacuation zones. And uh, is Corbett? I know East Corbett was Yeah, I don't is know that? where. If throughout Dale's at level one, uh, Corbett may be, may be getting close to it. We have I would quite imagine. a few friends that live out in Corbett, and that's we a little do. Scary. I didn't even realize. There's some people, even at Digital Trends, that I didn't know mm-hmm. live out there that I saw him post about it, like, yeah, we know quite a few people out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I just, you know, hope everybody's safe. I don't look at this right now. Yeah, level one, get ready. Yeah, so that's the one thing we did. I mean, I don't know if... We have learned We don't, we don't want to talk about this too much, but yeah, we did learn a little bit about what evacuation things are for fire zones. And it's level one. Is if the authorities tell you it's level one, it means get ready. Start gathering up your, your valuables, your things you would want to take with you. Uh, level two is what called get set. Get set, yeah. And that means... Have your it's car like, packed. Yeah, get ready, get set. And <clears throat> yeah, then, yeah, have your car packed and, and yeah. You're, and get ready to go at a moment's notice. Yeah, like being you like, you got to go now. now. Not, uh, okay, take some like time to get your Like, not five minutes step. from now, like, now. Yeah, and so and that's what level three is, is get the fuck out, basically. It's it's go, 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 go. And they tell you what direction to go, so. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's get ready, be set, and then go. That's it. So level okay. two is be set. Okay, yeah. So anyway, uh, crazy stuff. Um, let's see. Do you, do you want to do a little bit of ball? I've got just a little bit of ball talk, or we can just skip it. That wasn't a very ringing endorsement of my ball talk segment. No, I realized as I just said that. <laughs> it's honestly, it's there's there's not much in there. I would rather save it for tomorrow. Okay, yeah, yeah I've got some that. good stuff. For well, tomorrow. we also have the other story tomorrow about the the person you met this weekend. I do. Yeah. Which so really, yeah. let me just say this, you know, and I think we will probably wrap up here for today. Yep. Um, for on tomorrow's show, I'm gonna. T- I'm going to tell the tale of something that I, I found out this weekend about my house. I may or may not have met someone. Oh, I don't even know what to say. Don't say. Don't tease it. Okay, I'm not even going to say anything more. It's good. I found out some information that is pretty incredible. And I'm so glad because I actually happened to be there because Greg got to uh, tour a thing. Well, I wanted to say that. Well, I got to see a little bit of it. I'm sorry I didn't get to see all of it, but a little bit. It was cool. We'll talk about it tomorrow. 
we'll bring it all up here tomorrow on Fun Employment Radio. So that'll be on tomorrow's episode. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. It's fantastic. Don't forget, uh, December 2nd is the other day you need to put in place if you're planning. That's the kind of thing where you plan on coming to Portland. Uh, If you're from out of town, December 2nd, it's going to be a big event. And I'm sorry I can't give you more details right now. December 2nd, a big Fun Employment Radio event. Big one. Um, But in the interim, September 17th. September 17th. -hmm. September 17th. Uh, It's being asked, how come you don't want to bring up ball talk, Greg? Is it because you don't want to talk about your predictions? What prediction? I don't know what they're talking about. Hmm. Ugh. Sorry, I'm drawing a blank. I don't really right, know. Keelan's pretty sure that you had some predictions. Uh, huh. I don't know. I mean, I predict that tomorrow's going to be a great show here on Fun Employment Radio. I predicted that we'll be at the Landmark Saloon on September 17th. Was that it? Was that the prediction? Hmm. Could be. I think that was one of them. Oh, Greg. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, like I said, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Thank you for all the support. Don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link right there. If you're going to do any shopping on Amazon, particularly if you're doing it for your business, just make that one extra click, and then it helps us out. It's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. All right. All right. I think that's it. Thank you so much, everyone. We will be back tomorrow with more funemploymentradio.com. Love you all. Please safe out there. She was attacked by an owl. Oh, I live here. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.